0: For most of our readings tonight, we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 1 and 2, the early parts of the gospel of Luke, the story of Jesus coming and birth. But for the message tonight, and to to kick off this sermon, we're going to read a little bit from the Old Testament from Micah 7, verses 18 to 20. But before we read that, let's pray. Father, thank you for the gift of your Son. And thank you for the gift of, of the Bible in which we hear the stories of Jesus and we hear the story by which we can shape our own lives. Lord, tonight, help us to hear you clearly as you speak to us through, through Micah and through the Gospel of Luke and through my words. And Lord, we ask that you receive our praises as we bring you, bring you the best of what we have. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to read Micah chapter 7, just from verse 18 to verse 20. You can follow along in the Bibles in your benches, or it will be on the screens. Who is a God like you, who pardons sin and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance? You do not stay angry forever, but delight to show mercy. You will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. You will be true to Jacob and show mercy to Abraham as you pledged on oath to our fathers in days long ago. This is the word of the Lord. So our text starts with this question: Who is like the Lord? Who is a God like you? And that's actually it's actually Micah, and by the way, Micah's name means who is like God. So he's sort of signing his book here at the end. But he's he's picking up on something that's really common in the ancient Near Eastern culture. We have documents from the Egyptians and the Assyrians and the Sumerians and lots of ancient peoples where they say, who is like our God? It's a little bit. It's just a little bit like that old Sesame Street thing that you may have seen one of these things is not like the other and and on the screen in that children's show they'd show four things and there'd be this little jingle one of these things is not like the other one of these things just doesn't belong one of these things is not like the other can you figure it out before the end of this song and there'd be things like three pairs of shoes and a hat, or, or three dogs and a cat, or three red balloons and one blue balloon. And the idea is that you can pick out what the different thing is, and oh, that's, that's the different thing. And a lot of the other ancient Near Eastern religions, they would say, our God is, is a lot like the other gods, but he's more powerful Yeah, our God is a lot, it's very similar to all the other thousands of gods out there, we don't deny that, but our God is better in this particular way. It was a little bit like comparing four balloons and saying, well, one is better than the others because it's a different color. So Micah is taking that game that would have been familiar in his context, but he's presenting it in a radically different way. Because when Micah asks, who is a God like ours, he is not saying, well, our God's a little bit better than the other gods. Our God is like the other gods, but more so. What Micah is saying is our God is radically different. It's not a comparison like in the other ancient Near Eastern religions between three red balloons and one blue balloon. This is more like a comparison between three balloons and a human being. Because the Lord God the Lord who Micah served, the Lord who has always been faithful to his people, is incredibly, unbelievably different than all the other gods. And of course, all the other ancient Near Eastern gods didn't really exist, but the Lord does. And we, we live in a time, too, when there's lots of, lots of options, lots of political things, lots of different social causes, lots of different things, and we don't call them gods anymore, but... But the people around us, and often we ourselves, kind of have this flat approach that there's all these things that you could choose, and really, they're all pretty much like the others. But the message of the Bible, the message of the Lord, the message of Micah, is that our God is incredibly different than those other gods. And then the the way that Micah highlights that difference, the thing that he shows us is amazing. Amazing. You see, most of the other things, most of the other documents that we have say, our God is big and strong, and he's stronger than your God, and can beat up your God. And Micah doesn't go there. Micah, if anything, goes the opposite direction. And he says, no other God is like our God, because our God, because the Lord delights to show mercy. The key distinction between the Lord God and the other gods is that the Lord God, he pardons sin. He forgives transgression. He releases His anger. He delights to show mercy. He treads our sins underfoot. He hurls our iniquities into the depths of the sea from which there is no coming back. The Lord God is gracious and compassionate. And this actually is a sign of greatness. It is is really only those who are not that powerful who have to puff themselves up and act all strong and mighty because deep down they're insecure and afraid. But if you know a person, if you know a power that is truly secure, that is truly powerful, they are not worried about things like that. And so they can afford to appear weak because they know they are strong. And because our God is so strong, he is able to be incredibly compassionate. And so the Lord God who made the universe, he is able to come as we celebrate at Christmas as a baby. He is able to become the weakest of the weak because he delights to have mercy. Because he loves you and he loves me. The Lord delights to show mercy and the Lord is faithful and true, Micah tells us. A lot of the ancient Near Eastern gods were very fickle. They would make a promise, they would break a promise. They would be on your side, they would be not on your side. And all the other causes that we might buy into today to to give our lives meaning or hope or stability, they all let us down. We might look to possessions and accumulation, to having more and more. We might, we might look to relationships, to family or friends. We might look to having a, a comfortable, tranquil life. We might look to, to supporting a political cause. We might look to leaving some kind of legacy. And, and none of those things can really, can really help us make it through. They all fail. They all fall apart. But Micah tells us and the Bible tells us that the Lord is true. And he is true in the sense of being entirely faithful and steadfast. What the Lord promises, he will do. Micah looks back to the promises made to the patriarchs, to to Abraham and to Jacob. And as we read through the Gospel of Luke tonight in a little bit, we will see God fulfilling those promises in in a way that requires a sacrifice on his own part, in a way that, that requires him to stoop down to us and take on human nature, and embrace our suffering and our trouble in order to save us. God is so faithful that no matter what it costs Him, He will bring us to be with Him. So who is, who is a God like our God? There is no other God like our God. So tonight, even tonight, the Lord delights to show His mercy on us forever, yes, forever, the lord is faithful let us celebrate our merciful and faithful god let's pray father we are grateful we are grateful for all you do for us for all you have done for all you will do and lord we pray that tonight you continue to accept our praises and continue through your word to tell us the story of the good news of jesus christ born to save us amen